The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a uh, grab bag, as it says there, of machines from Gaia Gear, which is the super laden UC. It's like 200 something, like UC 20 whatever story written by Yoshiyuki Tomino um, that is almost certainly never going to get animated and doesn't matter to anything. It's just, you know, there's a story that exists and there are man machines, which are the sequels to mobile suits, I guess. So as far as I'm concerned, not a spoiler. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. I don't think we'll be talking about any cars today. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Dylan. No cars. No more cars. Not this week. We'll probably. I mean, I know we'll get more because I know there are more on the list because everyone's mean to me. What if. Oh, man. What if. Okay. I actually would say no. If someone asked me to add Lightning McQueen. I hate that you are entertaining that because while I was complaining about rolling a car again last week, my household was like uh, joking about it. And Ivy specifically was like, I need to request Lightning McQueen. And I'm so... Unfortunately, I would say no. Yes. Okay. Thank God. Because I actually didn't know if she did or not, because she started doing this thing about laughing about it whenever I brought it up, and it was like, wait, did you actually send that in? And I was like, oh no. Anyway. There's... <sighs> there are so many things in cars that are like... Okay, so I have I have nephews, so I have seen those movies, right? Okay. I guess I've only seen one. I haven't seen two and three. Um, But... There are things they do with the metaphor that are like, you shouldn't have done this, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's there's stuff, you know, you can think of, right? It's like, I don't know, like, if you think about the metaphor or whatever, why does one of the dinosaurs and dinosaurs wear a diaper or whatever, right? But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, like, the, like, the two girl cars and twins who are fans and, like, pop their hood to flash at Lightning McQueen, which is like, okay, that means they're flashing their tits. You should not put this in your movie for children. Yeah, that's... Well, huh. That's bad, actually. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of stuff where there's, like, there's, like, tramp stamp jokes and stuff, where it's like, you... No. Bad job. <laughs> I realize this was just made by a man who wants to fuck a car, and that's where this all comes from, but it doesn't make it less of a problem. In fact, it might make it more of a problem <laughs> that to you this is not a joke. This is truly, genuinely arousing. That's that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare to think about. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been lucky enough that I, I saw the first one way back when because my little brother saw it. Never saw any after that. So, and I don't remember anything about the first one. So, I, I know there's a Jay Leno limo. Jay limo. Because Jay Leno likes cars a lot. Let's roll a fucking dice. Okay. 
Oh, Yay! Bounced off my keyboard, fell off the table. Try again. <laughs> All right. We are headed to very late UC. Woo! Not a ton left here, but, you know. Yeah. Eh, there's 14, actually. That's not bad, is it? No, not considering how many we've already covered, not too bad. Okay, first half. Boy, this could really, you know, be iconic. Uh, or you don't, you don't own or, a D fourteen. <laughs> well, I split it into two lists of seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you caught wait, me. Wait, you have a D. Wait. Mm -hmm. No, wait, no, no, you didn't. Uh huh. You can look at the sheet. It is two lists of seven. Wait, it's two lists of why? Do you have a D seven? You'll just have to wonder about that. Uh, I mean, I, I'm i just saying, knowing you, you would order, like, a weird gimmick die. I would. That's true. It, uh, like, like order, like, the D2 where it's got, like, the weird rounded section, so it's a D2 even though you could just use a coin. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh -huh. Anyway. Well, coin, coin would be loud. I mean, the dice is loud. No, the, the dice is, like, medium volume. A coin, like, f like flying, like, three feet in the air and then slamming down on a countertop would be bad noise. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Uh, what did we get? <laughs> uh, so what we got is something you're going to have to, you're going to have to really take the lead. You always sort of take the lead to a certain degree, but what you have written here is Metatron Grab Bag. Metatron. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, because um, this is Gaia Gear stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and the reason why is because almost everything from Gaia Gear does not have... Have we done any of... We haven't done any of the Metatron ones, I think, right, is the problem? Not to my knowledge. I think... Did I we do the like... Gaia Gear itself? I'm gonna have to check some stuff. I feel like... I, I know you and I have talked a little bit about the Zoran Soul, but I don't know if we did it on well, the episode. And, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I can't remember. Because, like, the problem is, there's not very many machines, and they are obviously, like, there's not very many related machines, because Gaia Gear is so far flung in the future. Uh, so far flung that these are no longer mobile suits, these are man machines. Um... Okay, I'm not seeing anything from anything named Gaia besides uh, we do have two things named Gaia on the on the cover sheet, but it's not. Oh, is it just the Gaia Gundams? Well, it's the Gaia Gundams. And it's one Gaia Gundam because the other one didn't come up, and then Gaia from uh, six combination God. god oh Mars. God, damn it! Right, yeah. Six God combination God Mars. Yeah. Um, and then Zoran, there's nothing. So okay, so we haven't talked about it. okay. All right, well, then we're going to go through all the suits. You, oh, sorry, I say suits. They're not mobile suits. These are man machines uh, used by Metatron. Um, and to start, because this is Gaia Giger, we have to start with the A000001 Gaia Gear Alpha. Well, that's uh, clearly an Alpha, not an A. Oh, sorry, at the front, it's also an Alpha, right. So it's Alpha 000001 Gaia Gear Alpha. Okay, uh, the F-91, Gundam F-91 energy. Um, yeah, so the Gaia Gear Alpha, this is the titular man machine of Gaia Gear, uh, piloted by Afranch, uh, I think it's pronounced Afranch, uh, Afranch Char. Afranch Char, got it. 
What if Char was French? Uh, who is, in fact... Well, uh, we're gonna have to talk about, um, some Gaia Gear spoilers in here, obviously. Uh, which is, you know, those those are novels that... I say they would never get an adaptation, but then again, I used, I would have said that about Hathaway before the Hathaway movie got announced. So, you know, um... Who knows? But uh, at this time, uh, yeah, it's gonna go over some of the plot details. Uh, the so a French a French char is a weird sort of memory clone of Char Asnable. Uh he ends up leading a rebellion, uh, you, you know, from the organization Metatron. Uh, against the Earth Federation government, the Manhunting Agency, uh, which is, you know, the Manhunters are established all the way back in Hathaway, and they become basically, like just like how the Titans are the Federation, uh, the Federation then just becomes the Manhunters, basically, for their military wing. Uh, and their whole thing is, hey, let's find people who are undesirable and kick them off of Earth. And that way we can keep all of the Earth to ourselves. Uh, and also, you know, we run, uh, we run colonies that are work camps, etc., etc. Um, anyway, so the Gaia Gear is basically the Gundam of Gaia Gear. Uh, it is a, it is a prototype mobile, or man machine, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get used to saying man machine this whole episode, uh, that has a lot going on with it, uh, we will talk about it. So, it is going to probably be out of all the things we've ever talked about from UC in terms of raw technology the most ridiculous thing so hmm. it has four Minovsky reactors the reactors the reason it has four is because this thing is 22 meters tall right so it is taller okay. than you know it, it is not like as big as the Cassie but it's still big but it is using um even further like, like things reactors that are smaller but still just as powerful as like the ones in the f91 so that's how it crams four of them in there um it uses a new form of minovsky fusion known as psi based fusion cycle which is fair enough i guess uh it has of course this is our uh little gundam reference with this being piloted by char uh it increases the reactor's output threefold uh, allowing a smaller reactor, or in the Gaia Gear Alpha's case, four of them, to generate more power than a single larger reactor. So, this this is a ridiculous um, machine, whatever. Um, it has a lot of things going on with it, so we'll start with its appearance, uh, and then we'll have to talk about the weapon breakdown. It is a transformable suit, should note. Uh, so, starting with the head, we've got... On the primary art, and I will say for all the Gaia Gear stuff, the primary art I'm going to be referencing is the Sete art. There is technically alternate arts of these uh, man machines that are a little different throughout. Um, but, you know, the, the ones that are used on the on the Gundam Wiki are the ones that are generally, like, in most publications shared as the primary design now. So, because, mm -hmm. okay. you know, when this was being serialized as a novel it had a lot of novel illustrations that were not necessarily, like, the same. Um, though, actually, looking at the Gaia Gears, at least the Gaia Gear seems pretty similar throughout. It's mostly just the colors that get changed on it. 
so yeah, uh, we have a head that has, so, uh, it's a head with two eyes, uh, does have, it has a single large horn, uh, swept forward on the front, uh, that horn does have a mohawk camera embedded within, uh, also to the side of the horn, we have two swept back antenna, and the back of the head itself also has a horn, um, the you also have on the cheeks like two parts of the cheek that like sweep forward kind of mandible like uh that surround the mask uh the mask is kind of a gundam style mask wherein it is a face that does have you know a red chin uh it, it doesn't have like the double vents or anything like that um it's a pretty big red chin too mm-hmm. uh so we moving on uh the so yeah that's basically the head uh the i, I like the oh, uh the gundam mark 5 style little antennas mm -hmm. yeah the little swept back antennas are great uh just this machine definitely like in its art almost does not feel like a uc machine this almost feels like it comes out of a different mecha thing which to be fair is kind of the point um mm -hmm. with gaia gear uh the only reference to like a mobile suit we get that is a mobile suit is the gaplant uh, of all the things, uh, Tamino had it so that at the beginning, a Gaplant is washed up on this island, uh, which I just find amusing because it just feels like a really weird choice, uh, choice of suit, um, to have like, have wrecked and, you know, partially buried on this island that the guy, uh, that Char lives on. Mm. Um, so moving on down to the torso, we have a very, what I would say feels like a very Macross style torso to me. Uh, mixed with a Gundam, though, so, like, the left and right, uh, so you've got the collar, you know, where the head is connected, uh, you've got a, like, bronze collar wrapped around, uh, then you have, like, a left and right pectoral, and the left and right pectoral areas do have, like, chest vents, very Gundam style. The mm. rest of this is where it gets weird, though, because, so you've got these chest vents, they have, like, a sort of bronzish color on the top, and they're yellow on the inside, um... The whole middle section, though, is like a folded uh, cockpit, basically, like a jet cockpit. Um, yeah, the nose there. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it, this feels very similar to how a lot of uh, Valkyries tend to do this. Um, mm -hmm. With the chest design, like, the you know, it being, like, the front nose and, like... It also seems slide. really poorly protected. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to that. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, but, yeah... Yeah, no, it does have, you know, a very visible canopy, though, and it actually has a really large canopy, though, considering the size of the mobile suit, the pilot's actually really small in there. I, I'm assuming the pilot is, so you see how that top section is, like, sectioned off a little bit? Mm -hmm. I think that's where the actual pilot is, but because they want the flight form to look more like a jet, like, you know, it's got this whole flat glass canopy like that. Because um, I imagine when you're in there, you're still using, like, the panoramic cockpit and everything, so... Do you know what brain worms sound like? What? It's what it's, you said, when I imagine you're in there, I expected you to say your family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, the, the very tip of the nose of the jet, you can't really see it too much from the uh, mobile suit mode, but it is folded over and kind of makes up part of the central, like, you know, part of the chest there, too. Um, then on the left and right, you've got, like, Below the pectorals, you've got just these big, kind of, almost, um, I don't even know how to describe this shape, because it's, 
it's kind of like a pentagon, right? Like, because it's flat on the top, and then it's got two point. Well, yeah, it's it's almost it's like kind of diamond shaped, but like the only, top of it's a little only weird. in its silhouette. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and you've got like two of these large. They're just big, large parts of armor though that are sticking out of the side there. Uh, they do have like a bunch of little verniers that are visible. Um, that's actually a thing you'll notice throughout this design on the chest and whatnot. Um. Another little detail, sorry, I forgot to mention, on the left side of the canopy, uh, that's where you have one of the visible cameras. I, I actually really like this. Um, it's the same thing I like on, like, the Mark II and all that, like, when you have the uh, little cameras on the uh, top of the chest there. So, mm -hmm. I just think it's a cool detail that it has one of those. Um, also, you have uh, another thing I really like, visible cables on the neck. Um, so... This is using the same design, just with a different color, but it is a close-up, so uh, here, I'm going to send this to you 6 real quick. Um, this is also on the wiki for everyone to see. Uh, it's one of the covers. Uh, you can mm -hmm. see, though, this it's the same head design, it's just a different color, uh, but I, I like like the visible cables going on on the neck and whatnot. It's just, again, this is an aesthetic that is not, this, this is very 80s mecha aesthetic, but not in the style of Gundam, uh, mm -hmm. which, again... I think is really cool though, because this is, you know, far future you see. So it kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. It's, it's drawing on, um, as you say, it's drawing on like, um, across and it's also drawing a little bit on like, um, pat labor to a degree. I could see it. Yeah. Like just a lot of like, not, it, it feels like it has a lot more non Gundam influences going on, which I just think is kind of cool because it's still, it's still recognizably, like, something that you could expect to see in Gundam with certain things, like the way the chest is set up with the pectoral vents and all that. Like, it has elements there. It's just not, you know, it's going for something very unique still. Well, well especially after after Seed, right? The possibility space of what we can what we can consider a Gundam to look like starts to grow pretty... I know this is, this is pre-Seed that this comes out, but... Yeah. But, um, I, I think in the in the post-seed world, now it's like, well, we've got, you know, the Exia, and we've got the Ariel, and we've got the Barbatos, and sort of the way a Gundam can look has, has the possibility space has grown. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so moving on to the arms, uh, we've got uh, shoulder pauldrons uh, that are pretty nice armor, um, lots of visible thrusters all around, and I don't even want to say, ver like, thrust or verniers, I want to say thrusters, these are big, uh... You've got on the front plate one located on so the the front plate of the armor is triangular and it's pointing outward on either shoulder, um, and then the top and bottom of the uh, the top and bottom edge of the triangles have thrusters. Uh, then you've got like a rounded middle section for the uh, you know the middle of the shoulder armor, uh, which has a thruster that is actually like you know pointing up for presumably space movement for moving down, uh, and also has Kind of like Sazabi or like, you know, a couple other suits, like the GPO-4 is like one that comes to mind style. Uh, like a big thruster in the shoulder that is, because it's like the shoulder armor, you know, you have the bicep coming out of it, but it has a lot of overhang. That whole overhang is filled with a large thruster. Mm -hmm. um, for the biceps, uh, kind of different things going on here with the arms. Uh, so you've got very detailed biceps, uh, little cuts in the armor. Um... The upper, the upper arm in general, though, is still detailed, but not anything of note, if that makes sense. It's got a lot of panel lining, and it's got, like, you know, the holes cut in it, but it is still, it is an upper arm. 
Uh, where we get weird, though, is we have a very visible double joint in the arm, which I think is really cool. Like, you mm-hmm. have the joint that is... You can see the round joint that's connected into the bicep, but then you notice that below that joint, there's actually partially covered by armor the second joint, so that it would have, like, you know, theoretically a 180-degree motion on the arm, which I think is really cool. Um, I, I like that it has a designed double joint, and I really like the way the inner frame stuff looks, like the detail there. Um, mm-hmm. So, for the forearm... uh. Around the joint, you have these large elbow guards that are swept forward, uh, protecting, you know, uh, not quite to the wrist, but a decent bit of the arm. Uh, Then the arms themselves, a fair bit of armor, other than on the wrist. On the wrist, you actually have two visible cables, kind of like Hyakushiki style, or, you know, a lot of Zeta suits actually love doing this, where you've got the uh, wrist with the two cables visible. Mm -hmm. Um, Then the hands, still just normal hands. Uh, Though you do have a big piece of armor as like a wrist cuff though uh on the inner side of the forearm or like where the wires are exposed there's also no armor there it's just covering around the outside um Mm -hmm. uh moving on to the waist uh so the waist is kind of an interesting design uh very round where the legs plug into uh two thrusters on the front that are very visible um would you call it like a drum frame Kind of like a drum frame, yeah. It actually does kind of look like the drum frame on, like, the Wound Ward or something. Though it has another weird thing. It has a bar along the front that kind of, uh, you know, wraps around where the uh, chest and the, like, the nose cone of the jet mode is, like, tucked into. Yeah, um, it feels like it's supposed to be, like, I don't know, like a catch for, like, any movement of the of that um, nose cone mm-hmm. or something. Uh, also, like, a large, like, vent or like exhaust uh below on the center central crotch area um you do have a rear skirt that is visible um it is just it is it is two distinct plates um they are very close together though there's almost like no middle to them it's just two plates you know with a di- like there's a divide in the middle uh they do have thrusters on the bottom of those um no front or side skirts though the only real i mean i guess you in if you want to count that overhang you know as a front skirt sure but no front or side skirts like in the traditional sense um though when you hit the legs themselves uh the legs on the thighs uh so these are pretty detailed thighs uh this this is actually doing a thing that is more common to modern designs funnily enough with like uh gundam which is um, having the th- uh, the side skirt integrated into the thigh rather than the, uh, you know, the waist. So I you- feel like they started playing with it in Zeta, though. They did. Um, I guess the problem that we run into, right, is that after Zeta, though, with the double Zeta, the new, etc., we start getting, like, a very, like, restrained design thing going on, especially with Gundam types. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having those skirts. I-, I guess what I mean more is, like... If, even though it's not in the name, I'm considering this a Gundam, and even among Gundam types, though, like, you know, things like the aerial and stuff, because you meant, since you mentioned it, also do not have, like, real side skirts anymore. They just have yeah. bulky thigh armor, which I, th- I think is actually a nice look. I, I kind of dig it, just because, you know, it's just something different. For all, for all that I really love Gundam, and I really love talking about all the robots, it is fun to mix things up sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you've got these... um. The, the, on the sides of the thigh, though, um, you've got, like, a f- triangular front and rear plate on the side, uh, the thigh, like, armor. 
Uh, and then also a thruster, like you would have typically on a side skirt, just, well, located on the side of the thigh there. Um, the thruster itself has, like, a uh, top and bottom thruster. You can see the thruster really clearly if you look at the rear art. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, just to show what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay, you got it. I was gonna say, it's really weirdly invisible in the front art. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Given that the rear art makes it look like it sticks out more, but, you know. Uh, yeah, as you move down, though, the the thigh, um, eventually, you... So, the knee, weirdly, is not really connected to the lower leg. Uh, this is one of those suits where the knee armor is actually kind of connected to the thigh. Um, you can see it, like, you know, where the thigh blends into the knee armor. And the knee armor is squared but on the very bottom has like a point starting to go outward and a thruster in the middle of it uh if you look at the rear you can actually see these legs are also designed to be double jointed which is pretty cool Mm -hmm. um and then the lower leg uh you've got uh, actually relatively uh, relative to the rest of the design kind of simple in some ways uh it's got a big thruster in the middle and you've got like two like um scoop thrusters that are you know like pointing like forward uh and then you've got a thruster on either side pointing back and then a middle thruster on the bronze piece of armor um but it's it's kind of just a bunch of thrusters but it's not actually like super detailed in a way that i kind of expected given like you know when you look at those arms you there's a lot of lines going on on the arms because there's lots of separation on the armor you know i also find it really interesting when you have like more thrusters on the front than the back on a given area. Sort of uh, the sort of the implication of like, no, it's really important you be able to backdash real fast. <laughs> yeah. Um plus uh, I need to look at when it's transformed. I'm curious if it's also uh, I guess that would all just be pointing at the ground when it's transformed, but it doesn't need that because of things we'll talk about. Uh for the feet, these feet are weird. Um so you have a lot of visible frame of the foot, like where it connects into the leg. Um, it does have an ankle guard and it is an ankle guard. Like it is actually like, you know, swept around back protecting the ankles. Um, which is nice. Uh, very thin though, actually. And then, um, you also have like a front little plate on top of the foot that is like clearly a separate plate. Uh, and then the front of the foot and the back of the foot, like the heel are separate. The heel is actually, sorry, there are two heels on the back. Uh, not quite a high heel, but it's definitely starting to get there. You know, there's a de- decent gap on the bottom of the foot. Uh, you've got the two heels on the side, and you've got, like, a little spike, like, metal heel in the middle of the back. Um, and then you've just got the toes on the front, just kind of designed like standard Gundam feet, where you've got, you know, white armor, and then you've got the lower armor that is, uh, in this case, a darker color. Um it's hard to read what that color is because in some areas it looks like it's kind of like a like a bronzy like a bronze not quite a bronze like a slightly desaturated bronze like a shiny brown uh like electrum maybe electrum would be a good description yeah um and then you've got like the white armor lots of this very distinct gray inner frame and then um you've got like all the yellow and then you've got the blue on the chest it's a very Colorful in an interesting way machine. Definitely not tricolor. Finally, the backpack. Uh, The backpack's kind of interesting. So you've got a central piece that is almost like like two sections. You've got like the backpack itself with the two thrusters that are both forward and back. 
You've got ones on the top and the bottom. And then it's got, like, a piece between that. Like, or, like, that is, you know... Like, on top of the two halves of the backpack there. Uh, the mm-hmm. piece that's on top of it doesn't really seem to have anything. I'm curious if that... I'm, I'm, obviously, it's a little... Okay, yes. If you look at the transform, I'm pretty sure that's a plate that, like, folds down and over the head. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, looking at that... Um, so that, that, that's just kind of like a bit of the transformation on the backpack there. Uh, and then on either side of the backpack, you have a wing binder, uh, very much designed like a wing. Um, you know, uh, I guess it's, it's a very, like a very streamlined, I don't know, like a tall geese binder, but these don't open up. They just, you know, they end in their thrusters, but they are like, yeah. you know, big binders of that shape. And the aesthetic feels more evocative of, like, NASA work, right? Like, the space shuttle. Yeah. And these have uh, little wings sticking out of the side as well. Um, And, yeah, so that's that for the main design. Of course, it does have a flight form. Uh, The flight form kind of... eh, Now that I'm looking at it, it's not too hard to kind of parse out what happens. Basically, the chest uh, folds out and then... um, you know, you have a nose cone that flips in front of the canopy area. Uh, like, that whole backpack area shifts up and over the head. Uh, though the horn on the head, I kind of like this detail. The horn on the head actually sticks forward. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, I guess under that cover, there's... Uh, it, it's not really visible there. But I gu- I'm guessing under that cover, there's like a, you know, little fin that pops up. Like, there's like a little fuselage there. Um... You can see the, you know, it's got the tail wing, basically. Uh, the sides of the backpack also fold down and over, like, the two wings, so that they, you know, go to the side like normal wings. Uh, the arms just simply kind of tuck, you know, tuck onto the sides. Uh, and then the legs look like they just kind of do... I'm trying to see if we have another angle. They, they look like they do the thing that all transforming mobile suit legs do. You know, you, yeah, I they, think the armor kind of, like, like pops further off, right? It sort of expands a little bit, but basically they just point straight back and fold the feet so that they're pointing straight back. Yeah. Oh, actually, I was a little wrong about the arms. Those aren't the arms below. Those are just the legs. If you look at the, uh, the arms are above, actually. You can see the shoulders there, and you can see the arms kind of tuck into the back of the oh. leg, which is interesting. Mm. Yeah. So it actually hides the arms, so at least it does something different from a lot of other transformations. I think it's an alright looking one. It's fine. You know, it's not, you know, I'm I'm never like a big like, oh, I love the jet mode person, but it's cute enough. Yeah, um, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so the Gaia Gears equipment. Now this is where things get fun. So uh, one of the packs on the, or one of the weapons on this is a needle missile pod. Uh... These were specifically designed to pierce a certain mobile suit, the Gids Geese, which we will talk about in a future episode if we ever roll the uh, manhunting attachments uh, grab bag. Um, the Gids Geese is a very large mobile suit that, uh, you know, very heavily armored. Uh, so it actually has missiles that are designed to, you know, pierce through that. Um, then we've got the beam sabers that can double as beam cannons. I don't know where these are. Actually, well, you know what? I was saying I don't know where these are located. However, we actually have two breakaway artworks. If you look uh, on the wiki page, that kind of show what everything looks like. Now, 
won't necessarily tell me where it's located on the body, but at least I can see what they look like, uh, if I can find where they are. Yeah. Okay, I can see... Yep, I see Beam Saber and Beam Saber Rack. I don't actually know where that goes, though. It might not actually be equipped on it by default, because that's kind of the thing. You notice that if you look at the equipment there, there's a lot of equipment that is, you know, like, separated. It's doing that thing that the, um... Like, you, a lot of real robot things love doing where it's got the weapons spread out in front of it, but it's doing it like a jet. And you've got all the yeah, weapons. Yeah, this is, this is the very much the shot you also get. I mean, you know, it's a ridiculous version of it, but the shot you also get in real life before you load, like, armaments onto a plane. You sort of have them all set up in position. Mm -hmm. you know? And the thing is, though, if you look at, like, the way these are designed, I think none of, like, all of these can attach to this, but I think none of them are actually attached on the primary art is the thing. Um, I see, I see. Yeah, the art um, doesn't show a lot of weapons protruding. I mean, I assume a couple of them are. Like, you have uh, uh, 20 millimeter Gatling guns, a.k.a. Vulcans. I assume the Vulcans are probably tucked in Oh, there, yeah, the Vulcans but... are, yeah, those are there. But, you know, things like the Beam Saber and the Beam Saber Rack. Uh, well, one way that we know it's not really there, uh, a lot of this thing's weapons actually have blue on it. Uh, makes it very easy to identify uh, versus, you know, the main parts of it. Because on the normal design... The only real blue part is the canopy. Um, mm -hmm. But you'll notice, like, the beam sabers and the beam saber racks are blue. Uh, the mega launcher, you know, has, like, a bunch of blue on it. Um, just find it kind of interesting. Uh, the be the different types of beam rifles it has, because it has a lot here. But, yeah, so, let me see. Are the needle missiles actually located here? Funnily enough, no, it looks like they are not. I mean, I guess... The needle missiles were something they made to do something, like, to do a specific mm -hmm. purpose, so that's why they're not located here. Um, so, uh, I'm wondering, though, if the needle missiles, it doesn't say where they are located, however, we do have a scene of it firing missiles, and we can actually see, um, that on the back pods, the two binders, the tops of them are open there. They are a mm -hmm. different color in this illustration, but it's still using that same, like, overall design. It's double Zeta style with yeah. these missiles firing out. Which looks pretty cool. Uh, I always like the missiles like that. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, as we move on, uh, we've got the... It has an ECM pod. Uh, the ECM pods it has are kind of like the real-life ones where they like look like the weird-shaped missile, you know? Which mm -hmm. makes sense because, you know, they you launch them and they jam radio transmissions and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, You've got uh, the Hyper Mega Launcher, which you can see in the art is quite large. Uh, it is on the left side of the art. Um, you, you can see it's sticking out. It is longer than the jet mode itself is of the mobile suit. Uh, mm -hmm. Which, you know, makes sense for it being called a Hyper Mega Launcher. Um, does have hand beam cannons. These are concealed under the arms, so actually it might have these integrated. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find them on this i'm guessing that these are the i don't think they're here no well there is that small bore beam gun and i'm wondering that if wouldn't that's... fit in the hand that wouldn't fit in the hand though yeah that's true hmm. yeah i don't know uh but it does have hand beam guns that are concealed under the arms armor uh, it does have my favorite thing that they sadly so far have removed from hathaway from what we've seen even though it's supposed to be in it the sand barrel uh which is to say, so what the sand barrels are, are basically, they are sort of like Vulcans, but they are shotgun Vulcans. 
So they do oh, the yeah. same, yeah, they do the same idea as a Vulcan, but they are shotguns. And what they are designed to do is shoot down missiles and also because of them being way more common in both Hathaway and in this, uh, especially, uh, funnels. They're used for actually, like, doing damage, like, you know, area damage on funnels. Um, because hmm. it turns out when you just start firing a rapid fire shotgun towards funnels, uh, you know, you're probably going to hit them. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, other weapons we have here that are not listed. We have the multi-purpose launcher, which it appears can load, uh, rocket shells, air to ground missiles, bazooka shells, sand barrel shells. Well, no, the sand barrel shells are probably for the other thing. Oh. It's also got a hyper bazooka here. Um, it's also got some funnels. Why not? You know. Yeah. Got to, I mean, one of the one of the things they noticed the FCS, the fire control system, uh, basically is like eternal, right? They're like, oh, this can basically load an infinite number of weapons. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I do really like the funnel container design. I'm l- looking at the way it's like designed. There, it looks like it's the funnels are like stuck in the top, and they would just launch out the top in a way that I think looks kind of cool. It's kind of Sazabi style, but um. Mm-hmm. But with, but with 12 of them instead of 6. Um, but yeah, very lots of things going on with this. Uh, so, when we go to the special equipment, here's like the main things. We've got a Sekomi system, obviously, which makes sense. Uh, it, uh, it also has a receiver built into Shara's helmet here, so that, you know, it, uh, it, it basically is like, you know, reacting to his his thoughts and controls. It's kind of like, um, I, in CCA, the movie, when Shar is in the Sazabi's cockpit, he never has that headband on. Does he? I can't remember. I think he does. He does. Okay. I, the reason I get mixed up with it is because also in like extreme versus that only shows up on his character when you're using the nightingale. So I was like, wait a minute, does he not have that in the movie? But yeah, it's, it's basically, you know, an advancement of that just built into the helmet. Um, now, it is actually the only man machine to have a psychomu system built in like this, which is a little weird. Basically, the idea is most mobile suit OSs have actually gotten advanced enough that you don't actually need a psychomu system. You use like funnels and whatnot, which is why so many things use them. Mm. Is because you know they've just upgraded their computers and whatnot enough that hey, they can actually do the calculations. Uh, the other thing, so. This is made before Victory Gundam, but this, it feels like a very Victory Gundam type technology. It has a Minofsky barrier. So, what it can do is release Minofsky particles around it, um, which, it's like an eye field, but if an eye field was way thicker, because it can actually disrupt physical projectiles as well. Uh, things Ooh. like missiles and whatnot. Obviously, the explosion from a missile is still going to hit you, uh... But the missile, like, you know, missiles themselves, though, can be diverted around you and, like, you know, be interrupted. And, um, small arms and whatnot. So it basically just has, like, a barrier it can generate. Uh, this barrier also can be used during atmospheric re-entry in order to protect it from the heat. Um, it also, uh, has a long cruise motorboard, uh, for when it is in its wave rider mode. Uh, this is, uh, a, so... When it is transformed, it basically has, like, an optional, uh, like, <laughs> among all this other optional equipment, it also has, like, an optional thing that, sadly, we don't have art of here, uh, that can, like, you know, connect with the jet mode to make it both 
it, it provides extra fuel, right, to extend the flight range. Mm-hmm. It also mm-hmm. uh, has, like, verniers and whatnot built in. And it also has internal dummy balloons and more sand barrels, just in case it needs to shoot down missiles or funnels while in jet mode, uh, which is fun. Uh, so, uh, yeah, ridiculous machine uh, in terms of all this equipment. It basically is a machine that has any weapon you would need it to have. Like, it doesn't onboard all of the weapons. Like, you know, when you see that spread there, it's not like it has, like, the beam rifle, the mega beam launcher, the sub, the small bore beam gun on it, etc. all at once. It just... Um, but it could. It could, though. Uh, now, I will say, uh, we do actually have um, a model that, that was made for... I don't know what... Uh, I don't know what... Uh, magazine did this. It's probably whatever is serializing it, but, um, so the original Gaia Gear design here is by Mamoru Ito, and then the model was by someone that calls themselves Build Up, and we have the, uh, Mega Launcher here. I really like the Mega Launcher's design, actually. Oh, that's pretty cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very, um, fetiging. Yeah. It also has an interesting, uh, grip, because the grip is on the top and then the back. Uh, yeah, the the stock sort of has a built-in grip. So it's it's grip. it's being held like you know under, which is really cool to me. I always I you know I I, I always like when the guns are built that way, uh, because you know on a mobile suit you don't actually need it. Uh, you don't need uh, a trigger. Uh, funnily enough, also when we're looking at like the additional art here, uh, we actually have modern art of this in a weird way. Not modern, modern, but from like the late '90s, early aughts. Uh, Hajime Katoki actually drew this art of the Gaia gear, which it's really weird to get a Hajime Katoki illustration of this, considering how much Sunrise has kind of ignored Gaia gear. Um, you know, it doesn't pop up in like things like MS Encyclopedia and whatnot. It's kind of mm-hmm. in G Savior Hold, probably just because it has such a... It is called Gaia gear, not Gundam, and it is, even though it is definitely a Gundam series, because, you know, the story, you need Gundam for the story to make sense... Um, you know, they're, they're man machines, etc. Like, it is something that is really, you know, weird with that. Uh, fun fact also for our listeners, uh, early on for G. Reiko, uh, the G. Reiko prototype designs were also not called mobile suits. They were also called man machines. Uh, seemingly Tamino was reusing the term from this, which I think is kind of just a neat little thing, um, mm-hmm. to note. Uh, another fun thing with the, uh, Katoki illustration, and I'm going to share this with you, so you're going to have to share this with them. Uh, but we have a sketch of it from before. Uh, I actually really like the pose of the sketch a lot more than the one that they went for. Because uh, the one they went for is just standing by a tree really tall and like kind of stiff. Uh, mm-hmm. The original art is actually, it was going to be crouched by the tree. Um, here we go. Uh, this is from the uh, Gundam Fix oh. uh, art book I have. Um, and I actually like that illustration a lot more where it's crouched by the tree, like looking at it. Um yeah, sorry, that was from New Type 1995 that uh, he drew this. So we actually have the citation on the top there. Um, really well, cool, that would though. Be... Oh, yeah? Isn't Gaia Gear ongoing at that point? Not in 1995. Gaia Gear is done by... Uh, 92. Oh, 92, yeah. Huh. yeah. I was going to say, like, okay. 91, 92. So, yeah. Um, I just think it's really neat, though, that, you know, Kotoki actually drew some Gaia Gear stuff. Uh, yeah. Because a lot of this is not artists that you would really think of. Um, you know? Uh, like, Mamoru Ito is a mecha artist, but he's not, like, typically doing all that much. He's done some stuff for Gundam, but he's done a lot of weird 
He's done a lot of weird things, and I think he, uh, he's known more for things outside of Gundam. Uh, I, I, one other thing I know him for is also just doing a lot of art, like, that is, like, more specific art pieces for works rather than mechanical design, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Sure. Um, also, one more thing to share, uh, just because this is a good illustration, and I don't think this is on the wiki. No, it is not. Uh... So here's a really nice illustration of the Gaia Gear, also by Mamoru Ito here, uh, for one of the page spreads. Um, I just think it looks really cool here. Blue beam sabers on this guy. Yeah, blue beam sabers. I also love the shape of the beam saber there. Uh, you, you know, you see it in the one separated art, but it has these, like, beam sabers that have kind of like a, um, where the beam is emitted from. It's, like, the beam is emitted from, like, a, uh, how to describe that? It's got, it's, it has two points, and they, it's like a V-shape. You know, where the beam is emitted out. Yeah, it has, it has, like, a large plume that narrows down to a point. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, and, yeah, always, always like, blue beam sabers. Um, so, yeah, the Gaia Gear Alpha is a very weird, overpowered mobile suit. And also the one we would talk longest about, because it's got the most going on. But there's not really much more to talk about with it. Because, I mean, one, the story doesn't have, like, good, consistent online translations. And, two... There's just not a lot of illustrations of the thing, you know? We know what it looks like and all that. Um, mm-hmm. One, uh, a couple of little other things I can share, I guess, uh, real quick before we move on to the other machines uh, are, one, uh, one of the pre-release illustrations uh, has a really funny thing to me because we mentioned the Macross comparison. Uh, it does have a Gearwalk mode here in this pre-done art. Now, this is not <laughs> the final design. Uh, you can see elements like the shoulders are a lot bigger and the wings are d- designed differently. But they did give it a Gearwalk mode, which I think is fun. Uh, other fun thing, uh, this one actually does have two variants. One, it has the uh, test unit. The test unit is in Gundam Tricolors. And now it just looks like a Gundam design, actually. <laughs> which is yeah. funny, because this is just mostly a recolor, but it is it does look a lot more like a Gundam design. It also actually looks pretty cool. <laughs> I, I mean, it looks like a weird interpretation of the double Zeta, primarily, I think, because of the way they painted the forehead there to make it look like the high mega. Yeah. Oh, I guess it does have the one design difference. The head is designed differently. It doesn't have the front and back horn on the head. It instead has a pseudo forehead jewel that the uh, camera is like embedded in. Um, I guess it's not a pseudo one. It is a forehead jewel that the camera is embedded in. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, instead of having the big horn. But other than that, otherwise, the design is the same. All the uh, rest of it is the same design, just in tricolor. It's just the head is uh, different. It looks great, though. I, I, I really like it. Um, We also have this variant, and I don't know what this is from, but I have seen this, and I know it's like an actual variant. There is a Gaia Gear Alpha Raiden. Uh, this is a like night strike uh, version of it that is uh, that has like stealth technology, uh, things like uh, sensor invisible materials, low visibility paint job. Uh, has an extra set of thrusters added to the uh, to the legs there. It looks like, um, hmm. and actually the wings have a different design too because when it's transformed, you can see that the shoulders are actually where the wings are. Uh, coming from there. I really like the silhouette of this guy. Uh, it's it's neat. Uh, just changing the backpack and the shoulders. Also, it gives it a V-fin, which I think is very funny instead of the antenna. I um, do really like those shoulders. The The effect on that's really cool. Mm-hmm, having the... Uh, well, especially when you consider like the way the shoulders fold up for the transformation. That, that almost looks like a fancy ace combat jet rather than a <laughs> mecha, which I think is really neat. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah. I'm, we're not going to, I'm not going to list the Gaia Gear beta because it seems like something that probably was just mentioned as existing. It's like, yeah. oh, and also we're building another one of these. Like, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably background material of the story, but not actually like, we, we don't have art of that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Moving on to Metatron's next machine. This is again, it's going to start being a little uh, quicker now. Uh, the Dochati or let me actually see. No, sorry, Dohati is how that's pronounced. The C is silent. Okay. Man. Uh, yeah. I was excited to do a skinny jeans boots with the fur joke, but now <laughs> is it pronounced differently. I don't think it works anymore. Fair enough. So we have the Dohati. This is used by Metatron. Uh, this is kind of their mass production uh, suit. Uh, this is a weird looking guy. Uh, gonna be very bare bones when we, uh, after I get through the description, because we don't even have, like, a equipment list, really, or anything. We have, like, mm-hmm. we have the beam saber and beam rifle as the armaments listed, but we don't have art of what those look like, or anything. Um, so, the head is, like, this, I, it, it's all, it's a weird, kind of, um, you've got, like, a horn on top that has a camera in it. The cheeks are these really large. They stick out kind of far. This feels very much like a Xeon design, which kind of makes sense given uh, that Metatron is a successor of, like, Xeon and other spaceborne movements. I mean, uh, a lot of elements of this design look very Armored Core to me. It does also look very Armored Core, yeah. Um, very. So it has this very wide head, uh, lots of, like, little details on the cheeks, mainly panel lining and such. Uh, then the head, though. So when you look at the head, it has, like, an embedded uh you've it's not really a mono eye i can't you can't really call it a mono eye but it is basically like a weird like little mono eye screen that is embedded in the face there uh and then the face like it's got a tall upper face and lower face yeah it looks like it's implied it has two and we're just seeing one of them because of the angle oh i think it has two eyes okay it might have two eyes actually that would be it, it, are, this is uh for anyone who's who I, I imagine there are some people who just listen but most people look along with us there's not a lot of reference material no there is one static black and white art and the color art that exists there is color art of these unfortunately as you may have noticed from the color art thing there this is very low quality it is very hard we know the colors of it uh you know because of uh because of this but we this doesn't elucidate the details for us other than the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it might have just two eyes in there, though. I do like this really, like, weird sunken face, though, because it's, you know, the whole, like, little face is protected on the top by, like, this large, like, kind of, like, almost like a canopy mask protecting the top of the head. And then you've got, like, almost like a football-like iron on the front of the face going around it, um, mm-hmm. which is fun. Uh, speaking of which, when you hit the torso, this is a weird torso, very short and wide, um, does still have chest vents, uh, you've got on the top of the torso, uh, like around the collar, so you've got like a visible collar where the head is tucked into, and then around that you have this like really like, like weird set of armor that is like wrapped around and like forward, uh, it's, it's really weird, just this ring of armor, kind of mm-hmm. above the, uh, like, cockpit area and such. Like the one on the Gaia gear for the nose. Yeah, it's just, it's really weird having that located here it on the top really of the chest. It doesn't really seem like it's doing anything here. 
looks cool though. <laughs> Interesting shapes. Um, but yeah, the chest itself though, very flat. You've got the two pectoral sections. They got vents on the front. Uh, then for the midsection, not a lot of detail going on really. You've got like a, a couple of like little visible thrusters on the underside of the pectoral. Uh, and you've got, you know, the cockpit hatch on the front, but that's basically it. Um, just, it's a very flat chest, uh, but like flat up and down. Yeah, part of what makes it seem very armored core to me, that sort of like like flat, wide, like mm -hmm. gentle sloping curves with like sharp edges yeah. kind of look. To guarantee that the arms are not going to clip into the legs. <laughs> you have these very yeah. wide torsos. Uh, so then next we have the shoulders. The shoulders for this guy are fun. Um, you've got a very angular shoulder armor going on. Uh, they have two thrusters located at the end, as well as these two, like, I'm assuming these are sensors of some sort. Uh, on the ends of the shoulder, like these two antenna, one going up and one going down, uh, and they're like attached by this little ball, which I guess. looks really cool. Um, the bicep on this is also weird. You've got, so you've got a bit of a square bi bicep that's visible, but then it's got this like round armor surrounding the bi bicep that has like a little bit of detail on it. You have like, you can see a visible thruster on the, uh, you know, part facing the viewer there. Uh, not really too much of the joint is visible, um, though you do get a little bit of internal mechanics. The arm, then, is really angular as well. Um, like, pointy, like, on the elbow area. Very square going all the way to the wrist. Uh, the wrists are kind of interesting, too, because they kind of, like, pop out of... So, like, the, the arm starts to taper to a point at the end, but then you've got, like, these square wrists that just kind of are popped out of the middle. Yeah, the shape uh, of these of these uh, forearms is very akin to, like, the ECM pods, right? Yeah, they're, like, these really weird, flat, like, square things, but then you just got these two square wrists that pop out of the middle of this with uh, little hands at the end. Um, for the waist, a uh, simple waist, uh, just have kind of a front skirt. Uh, you, you do have that piece on top that kind of evokes a front skirt uh, of armor. And then it has a Gundam chin on its dick. I guess, yeah, I guess you could see it that way, sure. Um, then, uh, no, no side skirt armor. Uh, you can see a little bit of rear skirt armor. Uh, so it does have like, you know, something on the back protecting, uh, the, much like the guy gear itself, when you hit the thighs, the armor, uh, on the legs is, you know, it's got the side skirts basically integrated onto the sides of the leg, the thigh there. Um, you've got these like circular joints that you can see, um, on the top of the leg and then you can actually see them on the midsection of the leg, too, so I'm kind of feeling these indicate where the joints are. Uh, well, I guess they can't, though, because if th yeah, this has no, the double I feel joint like you of the have, leg... You have the one up above, which is unarmored, and that's a joint, but the two down below I don't think are. Do I think look they're cool, different though. things. Um, yeah. Yeah, the knee is uh, kind of a more standard Gundam knee here. It's not as implemented with the top armor. It's just kind of in the middle. Um... The feet are really odd, though, because what happens is the lower leg armor, so I mentioned that you've got the two little circles on the side, not a lot of real detail, but the armor kind of ends at, like, a point for the lower leg armor, and you just kind of have the feet, like, the feet are actually really tall, but they are, like, the leg covers the front of them, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Which is interesting. It even has, like, uh, the, you know, instep armor built into the leg there, and you can see that's separate from the foot. Like, it does look like it has high heels and, like, high feet, but they are, like, set back on the leg. Um, I really wish we had a rear view of this, because that would be fun. 
the way you have these like tendrils, like these these like stretches of metal hanging down, like almost to me kind of evokes like a weeping willow in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It's very a strange aesthetic. Very strange aesthetic with these suits. Uh, you do also have kind of a fun thing going on with the um. Uh, if you look at the uh, back, uh, the one, the color I was going to just mention real quick. Also it, uh, this thing is colored like a gym, which is really funny because this, it, it foils the role of the gym only, you know, on the, I mean, the space noids are just the textual good guys in this one, but it, it does, it is painted like a gym, which I find funny. Um, should know the backpack is also a bunch of sensory equipment. Basically, we can't really see thrusters or anything, but it does have like a little antenna array on the top of it. That looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, very rounded yeah. backpack. Um, it feels, it feels like this is the EWAC version, but yeah, which is weird. Cause this is the default one. And there's actually an enhanced improved version that is less mobile, but has stronger armor and better combat capability, which is weird because it looks like a much more lightweight unit, but we'll talk about it. Um, the Dohati DH-3B. Uh, so this is an upgraded version. Uh, it is kind of just a sleeked... It, it is a sleeked up version, right? Um, the head is a similar design. It's a little bit uh, slimmer. Like, the sides of the head don't stick out as far. But it still it has, looks, like, the same mask thing going on. It has the same mask thing, but it doesn't... Yeah, it 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 is getting rid of sort of the weirder, like overall shape like i think you're right in like the details and like the the face but like it doesn't have the like the t-shaped back ahead and stuff it's much more uh ingram looking yeah the torso is still pretty similar it is like that flat torso it even has the same overhang and whatnot so the torso is basically the same another part that gets weird though is the shoulders they've removed the sensory equipment from the shoulders uh they also stick out a little further and just have a single thruster in the middle uh, the arms are the same design. Uh, we can get a little bit more of a view of the arm. Uh, I really like this weird circle motif going on on the on this design because uh, you Feels have it very on the Aramaki. Legs. Yeah, you also have it on the sh- uh, the elbow there. You can kind of see it on the original art, but you can see it a lot better on the uh, Dahadi, um the DH three B. For the waist, um, looks like the waist is also basically the same design. Um, the legs are where it gets different. Uh, when you hit the bottom of the legs, instead of having just like the really weirdly tall feet with like the legs like covering the whole front, the feet are much more visible here. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like it has, you know what these look like now that I look at them? Cause you can see that these have like swirled lines, especially the ones on the ankles there. These look like fans, like from a video card or something. Mm, yeah. Uh, which is just kind of an interesting look there. Um, it has one of these on its ankle there. Um, so yeah, the foot design is a little changed, and the lower leg is simplified, though is overall a lot of the same shapes and whatnot going on. Uh, you can see, though, that this... Uh, I believe this has a double high heel setup similar to the one on the uh, Gaia Gear Alpha. Because um, mm-hmm. you can see on the right foot, you can kind of see there's like a second heel next to the other one. It's a little hard because obviously it's not facing properly and the other foot is facing us directly. So you see none of the heel, but I, I think it is doing a double heel thing as well. Um, the backpack is also, it does not have like the big sensory backpack. Uh, it's just presumably just some simple thrusters on the back. Of course, we don't have a rear view. Uh, we do know the colors of this machine. Uh, if you're on the wiki, the regular Dohati's page has a, uh, the color versions of both of these uh, located in the gallery. 
this one's got a really cool blue color scheme. Again, yeah. this almost looks like it could be a, a hero mecha of its own thing. This does not feel like a grunt necessarily. Like, you load up a random PC engine game and this is the main mecha, you know? To me, it feels like a kind of like, it feels like a hero unit, but like a uh, 8th MS team kind of. Like, oh, this is a spin-off. This is about like not the Gundam, but it's, you know, the special, like special-ish for what the spaces it's in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 an it's a really cool design. I like these. Um So our next unit uh would be the Gaius, uh which is further a uh, further upgraded Dohati. Uh the Gaius is uh also shout outs to Joe Slang, who is the pilot, the first one where we've had a listed pilot that isn't Char. Um The Gaius though is an even more refined one. Uh the head it's kind of similar to the DH-3Bs, but a little more... Uh, this almost feels like the more here... God damn it, that picture of Joe Slang. Um, so, instead of having, like, the little wings on the sides of the head that the uh, DH-3B has, it has just two swept-back antenna, like, that are more singular. Mm -hmm. um, kind of goes back to having, like, a forehead with, uh, you know, like, a forehead camera. Um, still has the inset face... Uh, almost looks like the cheeks are the same shape as the original Dohati, but they're not, it's not as chubby, right? They're not going as far out, but it has that same shape going on. Um, mm -hmm. the torso, once we get there, is now basically an entirely new torso. Uh, it is, this one's a lot more similar, actually, looking at the design to the Gear Alpha's torso. Actually, the more I look at this machine, this almost looks like a mass-produced Gear Alpha, which... I mean, it's called the Gaius. I'm sure that is the intent. Because uh, this torso has, like, those little, you know, side of the torso parts. And it also, the way the cockpit hatch looks like now, it almost... It, it is given a sheen that makes me wonder if it's colored like the glass canopy. I don't know if it is for sure, because we don't have color art of this. But it, it, it is drawn in a way that looks, like, very shiny. <laughs> um, And then, you know, you have a... Basically just a vent on either side of the torso. Uh, still a bit flat. Uh, even compared to the Gaia Gear, even though it's emulating parts of the Gaia Gear's torso. Uh, these shoulders are also basically just the Gaia Gear shoulders. Um, and actually, the arms are as well. Um, the waist is also the Gaia Gear waist, kind of, but because this doesn't have the transforming, it just has, like, a normal mobile suit crotch in the middle, but then it still has that, like, you know, little, like, wrap-around like, you know, the thing that looked like it was for holding in, like, the cockpit and stuff, like, keeping it all together. Mm -hmm. uh, it mm -hmm. still has that there, which is interesting. Um, now, where we uh, get some design differences as well are the legs now. So the thighs, just really beefy thighs. They, it's not like you have a thigh with, like, big side armor. These are just beefy-ass thighs. Um, mm -hmm. They uh, connect into the leg via a double joint where you have a very visible double joint. The knee is integrated into the thigh, though, just like the Gaia gear. Um, lower leg, also similar in design to the Gaia gear. You've got, you know, a central thruster to uh, thrusters pointed forward, uh, more on the back that are visible. Where this also differs from the Gaia, though, is this thing has clown shoes. Really long feet. Jesus Christ, these are long feet. Um... So you've got, like, the big ankle guard, and it is, like, the same design as the Gaia Gear's ankle guard, but these feet, the front toe is really long and just points really far out. <laughs> uh, and then you've got the double heel on the back as well. Um, mm -hmm. 
the backpack instead of having the guy gears jet backpack because this doesn't transform uh just has what almost kind of reminds me of like a very subdued seed backpack like a like a aisle strike or something because it's you know you've got two wings on the top and two lower wings uh and it looks like they have thrusters located on them so it, huh. just, it, it makes just... me think of the v2 oh i can see the v2 as well actually yeah like when the v2's backpack is open uh -huh. um yeah i could i could see that I didn't even think about that, actually, but I can see it. Um, yeah, so this is just like a mass-produced Gaia gear, basically, even though it's an upgrade of the Dahati. Um, I, I, fun design. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, not talking about the Gaplant, because they do list the Gaplant here, but we don't need to talk about the Gaplant. Uh, now we have one more weird set of friends. Uh, one, the, one will be a little quicker than the other. First, we have the early Zoran Soul, the RX-110. So it is RX-110. This is actually from UC-110. This is not... This is a mobile suit. This is not a man machine, funnily enough. Oh. Yeah, because this is... Uh, it was built by Anaheim Electronics, and it was in UC-110. So this is like, you know, pre-F91. Uh, yeah, this must have been one of their last gasps. Yep, before... I mean, obviously... Things get weird because F91, when that comes out and Victory comes out, they come out after this. Well, I think this novel is coming out when F91 comes out. It is still being written. Sure. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's weird. Um, but, you know, theoretically, this would be when SNRI is, you know, taking over. So this is just like one of those fancy ones. Uh, yeah, and it even has art that looks a lot... It, like, it's still... I believe this is still a Mamoru Ito design, but he draws it a lot more like a mobile suit. <laughs> which I think mm -hmm. is fun. Like, uh, just the art style is, a, is very different. So yeah. you can see what is clearly a fan like color, which I don't approve of the wiki list showing that in the oh, official gallery. Yeah, no, that's but, really bad. <laughs> but it does, I think do a, a good job of showing you just how you see this design can look. Yeah. Uh, especially cause they just gave it new, like literal new, new Gundam colors. Um, it's, it's more, uh, like, Aug Mark II though, right? Oh, I can see, I can see Mark II. Yeah, it's not, it's not quite black. It's just dark blue. I was just looking at it from the thumbnail, but uh -huh. yeah, now that I've opened it, it's, it's a bit more blue. Um, so for the head, uh, we've got a, kind of a fucked up Gundam head. Um, <laughs> you've got a forehead jewel, uh, with a horn located above that that is just pointing like not quite directly up. It's angled forward a little bit. Um, and then also attached to the forehead tool are two V-fins that are also just, like, rather than, like, being splayed out like most V-fins, these are pointing pretty, like, directly upward. Um, more more samurai helmet than a usual V-fin. And then also they've got hooks on them, like a fish hook. Yeah. They also have Vulcans located right below them. And actually, like, this whole top of the head section being separate, you know what it reminds me of, weirdly, uh, the Dragonar. Like, the Dragonar 1's, like, you know, how it has, like, the red forehead mm, guard. Sure. It just, like, it has a very separate forehead thing going on here. Uh, for the head, though, itself, like, the rest of it, um, you have a very Sazabi, which, this is based on the Sazabi, by the way. Um. Okay. You have a very Sazabi-ish yeah, back right. of the head. Like, it's got, like, the whole rounded, you know, like, uh, kind of, like, cover going around. Uh, it does have little spikes on the back of the head. Which is kind of it fun. also goes on for bays. No, it doesn't. Look at the rear. That's the uh, fin from the backpack. Oh, okay. 
right. yeah, no, it's it's more it's more just like the regular Sasabi. It still it goes far back, but you know, not not yeah, as far from the as front shot from the front shot. It looks like its head is about as long as its entire torso. Yeah, maybe no. longer. <laughs> uh, definitely not on here. Um, I'm realizing with this being like a refined Sasabi, that's also a Gundam. This is just kind of the Sinanju Stein of the past. Random, random thing. Just thinking about uh, it. I hate to give away my thoughts this early, but what if the Sinanju Stein looked even worse? Oh, you don't like this thing? Ah, oh. uh, I think it's a pretty ugly. Uh, all right. So for the face, you have two eyes. Um, then you've got the face is kind of like the Sazabi's face, but it has a chin added to it weirdly, but it is like, you know, like how the Sazabi has like its little wraparound with like the mask in the middle, but instead of having the mask in the middle, it has a like, Gundam chin. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does have two Gundam eyes. Yep. It does have the two eyes. So yeah, head's really interesting. Uh, as you move to the torso, uh, very, very like turning the Sazabi into a Gundam torso. It's very rounded still, the armor, but it does have, you know, the chest vents that you would expect. Also has like, you know, the standard cockpit hatch. Um when it, where it, where it starts feeling more like uh the Sazabi again though is like right at the bottom of the uh like where the chest is connecting to the waist. Still has that little cable set up that the Sazabi has. Uh, mm-hmm. with the cables wrapping back into the um uh backpack. Uh but, uh, yeah, the torso, though, not too much to talk about. Just, you know, you've got two chest vents. You've got, like, distinct pectoral areas. A uh, lot more rounded than a Gundam. So, again, very much Gundam by way of Sazabi doing this chest. Uh, the shoulders, uh, big shoulders, um, like, like go kind of far out. They do have, like, little overhangs uh, protecting the arm, kind of, you know, Makes but sense. they're so far out that they kind of don't protect the arm very well. Also, they make it look like it has little, like, plague docker masks on its shoulder. Oh, I hate that you say that, because now I can see that. <laughs> it's got, like, the little nose. Because the thrusters and... are the eyes, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, very simple upper arms, just, like, squares, which, again, uh, it, it, I, I feel like uh, they are intentionally making this design look simple because it is from, you know, UC's technically still, like, early UC. Or what, it is from late UC, but what is early UC for Gaia Gear. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, simple arm joints, like your standard Gundam ones going on. Uh, for the forearms, a uh, little bit of an interesting thing going on here. You've got these... Uh, you've got, like, these... What are these even? Oh, these are funnels actually attached to the wrist, huh? Okay. So, uh, you have, uh, on the arms, a uh, pretty simple setup. Uh, you've got, you know, on the outer part of the arm, you've got a bit of extra armor going on. And you've got these, uh, like, on the outer top part of the armor, these two fins sticking out. And what these are, are, these are long fin funnels. Uh, these oh, are funnels. weird. Yep. So these do pop off. Uh, they are called fin funnels, but I think they are called fin funnels more because they are just fins and not because they actually are, They're, you know. Yeah, funnels, funnels that look like fins, yeah. Yeah, not, but they don't do the cool, you know, thing that the news do. Um, then uh, as you go down to the waist, uh, so the crotch is just a pretty standard crotch where you've got like the sectioned off part on the top, uh, presumably in a different color. Uh, the front skirts, very square front skirts. They have some thru- like thrusters slash exhaust on the bottom as well as on the top, but just very square armor. Uh, the side skirts on this are fun because these have a set of, these are the short fin funnels, and you will notice that they are in groups of three. Uh, these, 
you can't really see it here, so I'm gonna pull up a picture from the Refined Zoran Soul. Uh, I'm presuming because these are in their group of three, that what these are going to do is they are going to do the thing that the Refined Zoran Souls do, which uh, they pop out and wrap around like that, is what I would oh, presume. Oh, yeah. Uh, funnily enough, uh, Advance of Zeta also uses funnels like this now. Um, they added it to Re-AOZ, very clearly a reference to uh, some Gaiagir stuff there. Uh, but yeah, the side skirts have, um, you know, these funnels located on them. So I guess you could think of these each, in each skirt, it's like one funnel, but it's like these, you know, three fins that pop out and wrap around. Um, okay, sure. So they're on the side skirts. Uh, they're on the rear skirts as well. Uh, also on the rear skirt, uh, there is another long fin funnel uh, located like on the outside of the skirt on each side. Uh, so you can see those on the back. And then it just has like a big butt thruster, kind of like almost like the beer lint or something is what it reminds me of. Mm, sure. Um. The thighs, very simple squared thighs, though on the back of them, uh, I do like the way that it has these cables running uh, behind the leg. Uh, you have the visible leg joint, uh, the knee is very, you have a square knee uh, that is connected into another piece of the knee, which is then, you know, laid into the uh, top of the leg armor there. Uh, you've got what are like exhaust scoops on only the inside of the... Uh, the lower leg, and then on the outside, you just have a thruster located more towards the bottom. Uh, very tall, very high heels on this friend. Uh, you've got actually like a big wraparound armor on the back of the foot there, um, and you can see the heel, bottom of the heel is sticking out of that. Uh, and then on the front, you've got a little bit of a guard protecting the front of the foot, uh, and then the foot itself. Uh, I mean, pretty standard, you know, Xeon foot affair going on. The, uh, Torso or the backpack uh, is like this weird backpack with three thrusters. Um, it's got like a kind of like weird housing going on, and also has two more fin funnels put into the backpack here. Uh, yeah, this is a weird guy. Yeah, uh, he is still weird looking. For all that they are trying to definitely make him look a lot more like a UC suit, like you know, it is still very strange. Uh, so it has 60 millimeter Vulcans in the heads, or in the head. Um, it has uh, a, I believe, a Manofsky craft system in the shoulders. It mentions if you look at the, uh, it doesn't say that under special equipment here or anything. But I, I noticed when I was looking at the uh, Zoran Soul, like where it has like the numbers and the equipment listed. Um, so that's that's fun. Uh, has sure. the long fin funnels on the arms and the backpack and the rear skirt. Um, trying to see where, what other equipment is here. Uh, where is five? So, hmm, interesting. Oh, actually, that is different. I was wrong. You, you know those mini funnels on the side skirt and the rear skirt? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not actually, like, small fin funnels. These are funnel missiles. Oh, Weirdly. okay. Okay. Um, huh. I didn't realize that. Uh, but th that's what the label says here, actually, is, uh, funnel missile. So, okay. Cool. Uh-huh. Yep, and then... So that's the listed equipment there. 
when we go to the armaments, it mentions a missile launcher. I think the missile launcher is the funnel missiles. I think that they just translated it weirdly there. Um, mm-hmm. Because it doesn't actually have like an integrated missile launcher, I don't think, on it. Like, I guess you can maybe make an argument for the wrist having it like Zeta style, but I don't think it does because the art does not list that. Um, the art that lists all the equipment does not list that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. does mention a beam rifle and a beam saber, which sadly we don't get to see. Uh, this thing was mothballed, by the way, uh, mothballed. So it is not like when it gets used, it is basically broken out of a museum and stolen by Metatron. And then they, well, they'll refine it, which we will talk about. Uh, but, uh, does have beam sabers. Uh, don't see them physically on the design. So I don't know where they are or what they look like. Um, which again, they might not be there. Uh, has the weirdest equipment here though, uh, is the pack 43, a electrochemical gun. And I want to know what that means. So I can, I mean, I can show you what it looks like at least in the refine. Um, Oh, cause the refined is still using that. Okay. Yes. Here's the refined version of it. I do love that rifle on the refined. It does look really cool. It's really interesting. Uh, it appears to be, it looks like it is sort of a two-barrel affair that combines into a single barrel at the point of point of release. Um, so it makes you wonder if it's like two different, like if it's combined, if it's sort of like combining two different like energy streams or something into one blast that is mm-hmm. like unstable or something. You know, I'm, I don't know. Just using my imagination here. Yep. Unfortunately, that's what we have to do with Gaia gear. <laughs> um, but- Again, maybe one day. One day it'll be animated, maybe, but who knows. Uh, anyway, yeah, so this this prototype was rolled out in UC-110. Uh, seemingly wasn't used uh, and was, like, mothballed and then was stolen by Metatron eventually. And then they got it and they were probably like, hey, this thing sucks because this is way behind our technology. But what if we made it good? And that's where we get the RX-110 refined Zoran Soul. Wherein we basically made this look a lot more like something from Gaia Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Refined Zoran Soul uh, versus the original design. And this is the last design, I should note, that we are talking about today. Um, so, no comment. Ch- changes the... What? What do you mean, no huh? comment? What? What do you mean, no comment? Uh, it's like red and white, right? Yeah. Go ahead, do your thing. Okay, yes. Okay, fine. Uh, so the head is the same head from the Zoran Soul, uh, but, well, refined. Uh, the horn is swept back a little bit more in a way that I'd like. Uh, so are the V-fins, actually. The V-fins aren't as, like, vertical. Uh, they are, like, a little bit more down and swept back. Um, mm-hmm. The face, in general, um, it, they've added, like, cheek armor around the face, which I think actually makes it look a lot better. Um because it looks kind of plain on the original. Like, I like the Zoran Soul. It does... It, I, I do think it's kind of ugly, but I like it even though it's ugly. Uh, the refined Zoran Soul, though, I think just kind of looks cool. Still has, like, the back of the head that is similar to the, you know, Sazabi style. Um, mm-hmm. For the chest, uh, the chest has flattened a little on the top. Uh, still has Gundam-style vents, funnily enough, even with the uh, complete with, like, you can see, you know, internally it's got the little slats. Um... The color area on top, they've added, like, two either thruster or exo- thrusters or exhaust or something. Um, the torso is elongated a little. Uh, then you also still have, like, where the torso is connected uh, to the waist. You still have that 
little piece of armor on the front that has the two cables wrapped around into the backpack, but uh, they've added, like, more armor around that, which is kind of neat. Um, mm-hmm. It's got, like, more than one color and stuff. Because on, uh, on the original Zoran Soul, it's just a square. It's just a square with two cables coming out of it. Um, these shoulders are very modified. They are no longer Plague do- Doctors. Um, They're still, like, shoulders that go out further. Uh, They kind of... The funny thing about them is where the bicep guard is now located uh, just strikes me as more Sazabi-esque than the actual original refines, uh, yeah. the original Zoran Soul, which is kind of funny. Um, does have thrusters at the end of the shoulder, though, uh, as well as on the front. Uh, you've got a bicep that has an added vernier to it, which is fun. Uh, then for the arm, the arm is actually a pretty similar design, uh, just a bit more detailed, uh, though I like the color separation it has going on. Like, the um the arms armor is mostly white, but then uh on the wrist area you have gray, and then on the actual like like you know where the wrist is like on the hand, um that's also back to white again. Uh, you also have like a red little uh where the funnel is connected into. You've got this like red armor piece on the outside. Uh, it's got There's two little cuts recurring- on it decal on this it looks like you know both uh the top of both like wrist and then uh side skirt and then one leg at least (laughs) yeah it looks like a dr mario red and blue pill which is interesting um yeah you can see it on the wrists and i was like wait i was like wait i feel like i take a red and blue pill sometimes acetaminophen yeah yeah Um, i'm a big fan of of tylenol over here the crotch is still actually much more like a normal Gundam crotch than a lot of the uh, Gaia Gear th- designs, but they did add a big thruster underneath the bottom of it. But it still has, like, you know, the red separated area on top. does have also, like, two little exhaust or thruster verniers, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. cut into the sides. Uh, the front skirts are now much more shapely. Uh, it does have front skirts, though, so it still is different from a lot of these other designs. Uh, the But they are a lot more detailed. They go down a bit more and end at a point. Uh, the thrusters look cooler. Um on the top and bottom. Uh, you've got these little cuts in the sides as well. Uh, also, as you mentioned, there's the little, uh, pill. Uh, the side skirts are pretty similar to the original where you've got the square with the, I guess, yeah, the funnel missiles in them, the, uh, small funnel missiles. Um, the Raffine Zoran soul is here to bring some bitter medicine to the Federation. That's why there's the pill. Uh, anyway, then, uh, moving on. This is all the beginning of my trolling. I know, I know. Uh, the rear skirt, uh, same design, and you still have the two long funnels on the back. Uh, then you've got fancier set of thrusters, kind of almost like the F-91's backpack, but as, like, the Mm. rear skirt, or the rear, like, the butt piece. But it's like the F-91 backpack where you've got, like, these, like, slats with a bunch of thrusters, which is really neat. Yeah, that's um, good. The thighs are actually pretty similar to the original, just same shape and everything. Uh, the You do have the visible joint. Uh, it still has the two cables on the back, uh, which is fun. Uh, looks like uh, it has, like, rims on the joint is what those look like, like the way that those are, like, you know. They just remind mm-hmm. me of, like, rims on a car. I hate it. <laughs> um, I, they're fine. Um. It still also has, like, the knee that is, like, very simple, like, the, you know, knee within a knee that is housed in the lower leg. Uh, though it is it is a darker color here, which I think looks good. 
um, mm-hmm. on the leg. You got a little bit of red armor on the back of the leg. You've got uh, still has uh, two different thruster designs uh, for the like little scoops on the side, which is cool. Like on the inside, you can see that they have like just like a single little like um, triangular like piece. You can see it on the right leg, you know, because you can see inside there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the outer one, though, you've got your vertical slats going on with the thruster. Um, then on the bottom of the leg armor, you've got a thruster on either side. Uh, for the foot, a uh, little bit less of a heel, um, though you can still see it has the same leg structure where it's got, like, the armor uh, around the back of the, you know, foot there. They're it does have a big red of, piece. Oh, they're yes. kind of shockingly narrow feet, given how big this boy is. Yeah, they've actually narrowed them a bit, which seems to be a constant in these uh, Gaia Gear designs, is having the more narrow feet. Um, but yeah, uh, and the foot also goes out much further than the original did, because the original, again, kind of has these, like, Sazabi Zeon style flat like you know things going on so the weapons listing here is where I get weirded out by the funnels right because they were listed as the funnel missiles before however when we go here it mentions that okay so there's the 60 millimeter Vulcan in the head right mm-hmm. mentions the Zoran funnel and then when you look at the armaments like as they are listed here it says six Zoran funnels four on body two on Zoran soul shield well, when you look at the shield, the funnel design on the shield is the same as the funnel design on the, uh, you know, on the skirts, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the funnels. Here. I mean, uh, I think it. Hmm. If you look at the ones on the shield, right, uh-huh. and you count, that would be enough to combine into two, right? Mm-hmm. So well, that's why but what I'm saying that, is, I if guess. you look at the size of those, though, those look like the funnel missiles rather than the long funnels, like the ones on the arms and skirts. Right, and I, th- I think they were funnel missiles in the original, and they'd been turned into the combiner funnels for the small Okay, refine. okay, that that makes more sense, okay. um, And I actually wonder, then, if those are even fin funnels anymore on this design, like the long pieces, or if those are just... um. Those might just be, like, maneuvering binders now. They might yeah, I don't think them. that... If you look at how they attach, we've got a cross-section, oh, yeah. and you can see they have, like, a, a like a f- hard physical connection that they pivot Yeah, on. so they... Okay, they, so they've they're, they've changed what these are. Okay. So uh, that would explain my confusion, that, that even though this kept the silhouette of the Zorn soul, they actually changed what those functions were. That's interesting. Okay. Um. So, uh... This is a neat. This is a neat design, though. Overall, so yeah, with it yeah. has the Zorn funnels. I love the way these funnels operate, um, because they, yeah, like we mentioned, they are like funnels that wrap around one another when they pop out. And I think it makes much more sense. Like, if you think that's a very cool design. It doesn't make a lot of sense as a thing to intentionally build, but if you're retrofitting what were fin, like were funnel, funnel missiles, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, because they because well they don't have beams in them, right? So they have to right. add. They ju- they just basically go let's remove the explosives and then just make it so that they uh you know wrap around each other and then you know uh, the central piece will add like a beam cannon and they'll just you know when they pop out they'll wrap around. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks really cool. I love the way these look, and they, the beam looks really cool too. Because we actually have a picture of the beam in use, where it's firing this like really large, you know, like beam that uh, kind of focuses to a point. 
I mean, it's also just the art style, right? But, yeah, I mean, th- this also, yeah, I mean, because this is all, you know, being done for a uh, novel or, you know, serialized story, it gets fancy art, <laughs> is the mm-hmm. thing. Um, so, yeah, the uh, rifle, we kind of already talked about it, but it's a really cool rifle design. I like the weird, like, cartridges on the bottom of it that almost look like a battery or something connected into it, which given that it's an electrochemical gun might very well be what that is might not I mean, be we, you can see that also on some of the other Gaia gear weapons so i think that's just what an epac looks like in this oh for Gaia gear time okay period. um yeah and then there's the shield uh the shield does do my favorite thing of misspelling funnel as fanel uh if you look at the bottom <laughs> of it uh you can also actually see the way the shield is launching the funnels, which is cool. Like the flap that the funnels are under there actually pops up uh, mm-hmm. when they launch out, uh, which is pretty neat. Um, and then, uh, so we can see that the arm latch now, though. Yeah, it's, it says it's a multi-purpose thing. I'm wondering if you can just like put optional equipment in that, like missiles or yeah, something. Because you can see that it's like a you know piece that like is removable now. Uh, but yeah, so we talked about the weapons. Uh, the special equipment, they've added a Minovsky craft system, which kind of was mentioned on the original, actually. Now that I think about it, it was on the shoulders there. Uh, but it can also generate a Minovsky barrier now, like the Gaia gear. Um, it says Minovsky motor. I'm assuming that's actually like the fancier engines that they use in this era. Um, it has a Seikomu system carried over from the original. It says it has a drive unit, and I think that that's... I don't actually know what the drive unit is. Uh, I'm trying to look at the, you know, we have these arts with uh, with the uh, details. It's a car. Mentioned. It can, okay. if you, in a case of emergency, the a pilot can deploy a Honda Civic. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> no escape. Uh, this machine's really cool. This is a weird machine, too, because it's like, it is actually used by four different pilots, weirdly. Kellen, me, Joe Slang, Shar, uh, and Messer Met. Which is also, all these names are great. I love them. Boy, got. I guess they named the Messer after. I was gonna say they named a boy after a mobile suit. And in universe, that's obviously true. But in our universe, they named the Messer after him. No, the Messer existed before him because Hathaway comes out before this. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, because well, because this continues directly from Hathaway's whole thing. But how is that possible? Hang on. Hang on. Oh, for some reason I was, I had it, I don't know why I had this, I had Char's counterattack in my head as 1994, it is definitely not, no, it is 88, no, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, no, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Hathaway's Flash uh, is, uh, so they kind of, okay, more accurately, they actually, Gaia Gear does start before Hathaway, I actually did not know that, but it ends after. And I bet Messer wasn't one of the first characters. Yeah, well, whatever. Who knows? We can't um, say for sure. Either way, yeah, because uh, Gaia Gear starts in April of 1987 and then ends in ni- December 1991, whereas Hathaway is three volumes released from February 1st till April 1st of uh, 19... Uh, February 1st, 1989 to April 1st, 1990 for the last volume. Um, though what I'm curious about is... I wonder, I wonder when this, when Hathaway was actually written, because see, Hathaway is written as three novels. Mm-hmm. The thing with Gaia Gear is it is not written as novels. It is written as 
a serial. So I wonder if Hathaway and Geiger may have started for him at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because he's publishing three novels versus this being a serialized story, that's, you know... It's... it's This is a weird time for Gundam. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so the Refined Zoran Soul. Cool suit. Really weird one because it is just like a... It is a normal Gundam suit refined into a uh, guy gear suit, which I, I think it looks really neat because of that. Yeah, um, it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yeah. and that's it. That's all the Metatron units. They, you know, they have uh-huh. a couple of units. Uh, there are no other units related to Metatron. Wait. What is there related to Metatron that I am not seeing on this list of Metatron units? Are you talking about the planes? Well, you know, Dylan. What? There's also Metatron Ore. Shut the hell up. We're not covering the Jehudi in this episode. <laughs> Which is good. This is the answer I wanted because there are so many orbital frames. I don't want to do this right now, but I did have to do that. Okay. I didn't know if you were like going to be like, ah, t- Dylan, you must describe the Air Force and the 31 Square to me. And I'm like, no. No, I'm like, you need to describe the Neath and the Tempest, and... Man, the Neath is cool! The Neath is cool. Um, anyway... Uh, yeah, so, um... I like a lot of these friends, personally. Uh, I will admit, I like the other sides a bit more. Uh, so whenever we get the, uh, other grab bag, that'll be fun. Because the... The Dahati and them are fine, they're kind of... They're alright, right? They're, they're, they're not, mm-hmm. like super special though like the Gaia gear and the refined zoran soul are like the two winners here and then everything else is like you know it's fine i I don't think it's bad it's just not you know whereas uh the brom texter family and the gids geese and all that are really fun i mean i guess the manhunting attachment because they have three different fucking brom texters that we'll have to talk about at some point you know that's probably why, and they're all good. Um, but yeah. Whoa! I just looked at my first Brom texter. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's their fucking mass production evil fucking suit that they use. For <laughs> you can never people. animate this. It's so cool though. <laughs> it's really fucking cool as the thing. You're gonna be like, you're gonna get the animation right. It's like they're gonna they're gonna make the the Gaia Gear anime, and they're gonna be like, oh weird, now they all have gyms as their main unit because we don't want to draw that. <laughs> it's cool though. It's um, very cool. I like them in the different colors too. Okay, we can't talk too much about this, but I will just post you this one. Like that one there, there is like you know instead of the blue that they are usually depicted, you have the red one there, and stuff. I just these are cool suits. Yeah. Yeah, looks like they had some uh, I mean, fun. the the thing about the Brom texter is evil. Anyway, all right, yeah, no, we'll we'll talk about that another time. Uh, all right, so yeah, uh, that's our one of two Gaia Gear episodes because I mean we're gonna do the others as a grab bag as well. So, uh, six, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at six Detmar S A X D E T T M A R. My DMs are open there for any questions, comments, requests, whatever. Uh, get something on the show. Talk about any other show that I do, which can be found at scanlinmedia.com or patreon.com. Hey, if you uh, are a person who goes back to listen to old episodes, I know those people exist. 
Um, I did a little treat for you as last episode was the, the last episode we put up, um, as we're recording this, I guess it won't be true <laughs> by the time this goes up, but anyway, was the Emerald weapon part two, mm. um, which I finally finished all my prep work for that. And there are a ton of images, uh, that you can, you can see that I took for that. Um, as part of that, I also went back and took some for part one cause I took some, uh, we talked about Ruby weapon in part one and I went ahead and did Ruby weapon. So oh, make okay, sure to check cool. out those. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyroma on twitter.com as well as on co-host. Uh, and yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I'm post robots. You know me. All Over right. on MAHQ, uh, what's, what's been going on recently, there's, um, they're going back through, uh, Chris is doing, a, sort of continuing the re-review of Zeta. Um, getting close to doing new translation and then moving on to double Zeta. Um, we've got, you know, episode reviews for the second core of Witch from Mercury. There's a new section for UC Engage, which I'm excited to look at because there's a bunch of weird designs in there that don't have great coverage. Um, yeah. And of course, the the continuing, you know, like just gradual work on, on, on everything. Um, so don't forget to check that out. Um, but friends and folks, uh, I know some of you were worried about me. I was just a bit dizzy, but I'm fine now. Dylan, you understand, right? The sound I can hear. Something is singing inside my head. <laughs> yes, it was hard to get lines of dialogue from Gaikir. Peace. <laughs> She said